Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Dallas tries to. Second effort. Foxa will. And that's going to take care of it. Time's going to run out of the Dallas Stars have come into Washington and hung the first regulation loss on the Capitals in a month of March. Final score, three to two. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals fall to the Stars. Braden Holtby returns to Washington to a standing ovation. And it is trade deadline day. What will the Capitals do or not do today? Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, March 21st. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. All good things must come to an end. The Capitals entered play yesterday as the only NHL team not to lose a game in regulation in the month of March. But they fell at home in Dallas by a 3-2 final. Not the start they wanted. The Stars a determined bunch. Good offensively. Capitals gave it everything they had in the third. But Ben, in the end, it wasn't enough. They fall by a goal. Oh, it was ultimately too big of a hole. They dug early for themselves, the Capitals, the two-goal deficit proving too much of a hurdle. And Peter Laviolette acknowledging post-game last night, John, that uh, the first period he had the chances 10-3 in favor of the Dallas Stars. You credit the Stars. They were playing the second half of back-to-backs. They're in the thick of a wild card race in the Western Conference. They've been going through a little bit of a lull. They had had a pretty rough road trip up until last night. And they came out with a lot of jump. The Stars did early. The Capitals less so. And even though the Capitals were very strong in the third period trying to mount a comeback, it was ultimately, again, too big of a hole. And for the first time since February 28th, as a result, a regulation defeat for the Capitals. On the plus side last night, more history for Alex Ovechkin. He scores his 40th goal of the season. It came on a power play in the second period, and it is the 12th time he has scored 40 or more in a season. That ties Wayne Gretzky for the most 40-goal seasons all time. Just another casual Sunday filled with hockey history for the great eight. Yeah, and four goals in as many games now for Ovechkin. 11 in his last 14. He's in one of those runs, one of those heaters. This sample size is pretty significant for Ovechkin and how many times have we seen over the past few weeks the goals right off of a face-off win right especially on the power play just gets to Ovechkin very quickly and last night was another example of that so 40 goals and uh, yeah now 18 games to go for another 10 and to hit that next milestone mark the 50 goal plateau for what would be a record ninth straight time but to your point a Sunday night interconference opponent more history from Alex Ovechkin ho-hum Late in the game, John Carlson came back and successfully cleared out a puck from an empty goal crease as the Caps were trying to tie the game. Jamie Benn put a stick in a Carlson side that caused John to lose his balance. He crashes hard into the end boards. He did get up, but he went to the dressing room before the game was over. Hopefully he's okay. Something we'll be watching at practice today. But head coach Peter Laviolette did not like the play at all when he was asked after the game about it. No, he didn't dance around this one. He just flat out said it's dirty. It was dirty from Jamie Benn, and 
hoping that the league gives it a look, the Department of Player Safety. And it was a scary situation as it developed, as it happened, because it wasn't an icing situation. It was a situation where Carlson was chasing the puck because it was headed towards the empty net. But it reminded me of those old icing plays you would have before they changed that rule where it was just two players going full speed down the ice and you have the end boards right there and situations like this could happen. That being said, this was in Jamie Benn's control. His stick got up there and caused John Carlson to lose his balance and fall into the end boards in the nature that he did. And regardless of what happens to Ben, big question is, let's see later this morning, is Carlson at practice? What's his status? Because without looking too far ahead, boy, oh boy, if he is to miss any time, that would be such a uh, significant, significant loss here as we chat hours before the upcoming trade deadline. Hi, this is Braden Holpe, and you're listening to the Capitals Radio Network. We've had a lot of goosebumps in his building lately, and boy, do we have them here. Yeah, definitely. That's a great tribute to Braden Holpe. That must make him feel special. The fans appreciated what he did here for so many years. There is no one in this building sitting right now. And it looks like the emotion getting to number 70 a little bit as well it should. The video tribute on the board here that took up the entire TV timeout and brought back the best of memories. The goaltender and a Stanley Cup winner. They have delayed the start of the faceoff here, Ken, to give Braden his moment. And good on the officials for recognizing that. So that a TV timeout in the first period yesterday, the first time since March 2020 that Braden Holtby was at Capital One Arena. He's out day-to-day with an injury. Maybe it was better that way. Not the injury, but he didn't have to face the Capitals to come back and get the ovation that he got yesterday. Just to be recognized for all he accomplished in a Capitals uniform of all the players, Ben, and you've said this on the show already, and I'm sure you will again here now, of all the guys that have come back after leaving from the 2018 team, this to me was the most emotional, the biggest outpouring, and of course, on the save alone in Game 2 of the final, all of the accolades that he collected, the Vesna Trophy, the Stanley Cup, This was a special moment in history, and for him to come back and finally be recognized by the fans, he didn't get that on the way out the door the last time, because there was never a moment to come back to. It was the beginning of the pandemic. What a great, great scene in the first period yesterday. It was great. It was the highlight of the night. There's no question. The video tribute itself was really good. It was longer than some of the others that we've seen. It didn't feel long, but in real time, it was a little bit lengthier. There's so much you could put into a package like that covering Holpe's decade plus with the organizations. The video was great. The ovation was great. Seeing Holpe on the Jumbotron, you know, to your point, if he was in goal, if he had been playing for Dallas, he would have had the mask on. You wouldn't have seen the facial expression. To see Holpe and his appreciation to the fans, it was really cool. And then the final thing that was really neat that you alluded to in the highlight right there, the fact that the stars, you could tell they had an offensive zone face-off, they were stalling. Capitals, they huddled up the players that were on the ice. All the things that are sort of the unwritten rules, how you stretch time, and they did it, and the officials didn't hurry them back. It was just really a nice, tastefully done ovation, and way to go to Braden Holpe. It was good to see him as well up in the press box briefly last night. So back to the task at hand on this Monday, injuries. What will we be watching for this morning? Nick Dowd, he didn't play yesterday. T.J. Oshie's been out for a couple. Van Riemsdyk leaves the Carolina game. He doesn't play yesterday. John Carlson is now a question mark. And oh, by the way, the NHL trade deadline is here. 3 o'clock Eastern today, that's it. Make your moves or forever hold your peace. 
What are the Capitals looking at between now and 3 o'clock this afternoon? What do they need to potentially upgrade if, in fact, they do? And do the injuries have any change, any bearing on what may happen? There's a lot suddenly in play here in the final hours that lead up to 3 o'clock. Yeah, I would say they might. The the injuries might, and we don't want to speculate. We don't do that here, but TJ Oshie having missed a couple of games. We know he's missed quite a bit of time going back earlier this season. There's no question he's fought the injury bug. And Nick Dowd being out now as well, I think it fits into what the Capitals could be looking for when we talk about middle six forwards, secondary scoring, and versatility. We saw last year when you start to lose centermen and when you get thin down the middle, the risk that you run into. So if there is an appetite to add a middle six forward, it could be a winger, but someone with versatility who could slide into a center position if needed. And we'll see if these injuries maybe raise the urgency in that regard. But um, yeah, certainly these injuries are worth monitoring. And again, without looking too far ahead, I think uh, the John Carlson situation, we'll see, first of all, if he's back at practice this morning, and if not, what the potential time frame that the team is aware of, and if that impacts the appetite to potentially bolster the blue line. Capitals will start practice at 12 noon today, the trade deadline at 3. We've got it all covered for you with Tarek El-Bashir joining us on the show tomorrow to recap how the dust all settles. Caps and Blues tomorrow night at 7, pregame at 645 on 106.7 A Fan, Caps Radio 24-7. Caps Game Day, your extended Caps pregame show exclusively on Caps Radio 24-7, CapsRadio247.com. That'll get going with Ben at 4 o'clock. Ben, have yourself a manic Monday, will you? Happy Monday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.